Devils and gods aren't generally considered the same. You mean that they're awful opposite? Depends on who you are, but yeah, sometimes people think devils and gods are opposite. Well, I mean, cars and trucks are opposite. What? Uh, <laughs> then what's a bike? It's another opposite. We disagree on what the word opposite means. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have opposing opinions about the word opposite. <laughs> playing Kemen. He's a seven foot nine fearbolg, so he's a half giant. He's got flappy lamb-like ears, dusty blue skin, and he dresses like a bit of a hippie, Birkenstocks and all. He's the bassist in the band Dreamlancer, and he's got a shaggy beard and is wearing a train hat. Wendy here, being played by Nora today, like every other time you've ever heard Wendy as a character. Wendy's feeling great about not getting covered in any goop last time, but it, it really probably won't last. Uh, but for now, this Snow Leopard to Boxy Bard is feeling pretty good. I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff today. Staff is a changeling bard on an adventure to see the world. Staff is taking the form of Scrapper, who was hired as a replacement guitarist for the band Dream Lancer when Staff's old persona was fired from the job. Scrapper is a shifter. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour... The gang heard some strange noises in the woods before they came across the interesting town of Oddwalk Village. They met Trunk, a tabaxi from Wendy's village that left when she was just a young child. We joined them as they learned more about this strange isolated commune hidden deep in the woods. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Trunk turns around and he says, Oh, enough of this chit-chat. Why don't I introduce you to some more of the people from the town? Sounds like a plan, man. And he starts walking deeper into town, and there are a handful of people standing in a circle. He says, well, 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 if it isn't the usual gang, and they are, the people standing in a circle all go, ah. And uh, he starts off saying, this snow leopard to boxy here is Rushing River Frozen Coast. I don't know if you ever met any of the Frozen Coast folk, but uh, she is a... Kind-eyed snow leopard to boxy, who also is very old. I heard stories that on the frozen coast, you like to do a lot of ice fishing. Oh, yeah. Lots of ice fishing, she says. Do you, have you ever met a penguin? No. We're north, and the penguins are south. Oh, man. I've always wanted to see one of those. Do you guys have, like, a snow frogs there? When we were down south, we saw a bunch I've traveled the whole world, you know. Wow, I'm so jealous. I want to do that, too. Yeah, well, if you made it to here, you're traveling some of the world, right? I've been from Ot-Ot to Nen. Oh, my. You've been all over. Yeah. Did you happen to stop in at... No, we weren't at at. Well, maybe before I joined the band. Have you ever been to Leiden Bay? Leiden? We've been down to Leiden. I don't recall there being a bay there. I'm from right outside of there. And we conquered the Mountain of Fame. The Mountain of Fame, yeah. wow. Yeah, we're a band. There's goblins in those parts. Sure are. Fierce ones. Yeah, we showed them what four. Wow. We showed them what five. I heard when you were setting out to leave your village, they used to put you on a big glacier and push it out into the ocean. Is that true? Yep. 
And I look at Wendy. Like, I knew it. She winks at Wendy. Glacier travel is the hot new thing this year. Trunk says, and here is Al I was telling you about, Wise Al Eerie Hollow, who happens to be a lynx to Boxy, which I wrote down in my paper before Brayton said that Scrapper looked like a lynx, by the way. Because I always assumed Scrapper looked like the shifter. I always assumed Scrapper looked like a tabby, like a normal brown tabby. But with like pointy, pointy ears with a little extra hair. Yeah, that's stick what out. I said. You said like a lynx. Or I said lynx or bobcat, which is pointy ears with hair sticks out. A lot of cats have pointy ears with hair. <laughs> yeah. It might turn out that I don't know that much about cats. What kind of cat is Garfield? Um, like a orange tabby, I think. I don't know what tabby means, but whenever I say tabby, I just mean regular looking house. Tabby cat. means they have stripes. Oh. So like it means it's a lady cat. Neil's not a tabby. No. Neil's a black cat with little white spots yeah. on his paws. Yeah. Like Syrah is an orange tabby. Who's Syrah? Your My cat. cat yeah. Okay. And then Merlot is a gray cat with white spots. He's not like a So kind. when you say tabby, you mean stripey. Stripes. Yeah. Is it a breed? So cats don't like they're not the same as dogs, you know. Like they, they're like what's a like? Are there many breeds of like I know that like so like there's like a Siamese cat. There's right. those hairless cats. There's yeah. Maine Coons. Yeah. There's the ragdoll cats that have like the long hair. Like Caitlin has ragdoll cats. I don't know. If I've seen that. Um, and like there are other breeds too. Like there's those new ones that look like mini leopards that are house cats. I don't oh know if you've seen those. They're very expensive. But for the most part, cats are just mutts. And there are some words to refer to their coloration, and 90% of them aren't tabby. But, like, house cats, see, the thing is, they're all house, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even, like, but a Siamese Siamese cat is also a house cat. It's just a specific breed and coloration of a house cat. Right. I thought tabby just meant, like, the regular kind of cat, but it means striped. Yes. Did you say yes? All cats have blue eyes? All Siamese cats have blue eyes. Oh, okay. Am I thinking of something different, or is it the tabby cats are all female because the calicos are calico all female? Is what I'm thinking What's of. a calico? It's when they are black and white and orange body. Oh, and they're all female? Yeah. Really? It's because the color is genetically. To yeah. Yeah. Also, most orange cats are male. It's very rare that I have a female orange cat. Interesting. And uh, it is like common gossip or not you know like i don't know hearsay that, old wives tale that orange cats are more talkative oh are they like garfield and heathcliff is that true in your life but that's not true but that's the thing they say it's something that people say my cat is certainly very loud and noisy the point is the tabbies are striped what do you call it? just like a cat a cat kitty cat there's gotta be a word that means like not one of those other names that we've said for cats like common house cat house cat chc they call them but they're all like a tabby is a common house cat yeah so what do you call the broader category are you saying a cat cat or cack cack you know common ass cat (laughs) anyway wise owl is is this wise owl or wise owl his name is owl but says it kind of like owl hey i'm owl what's up are you related to Weird Al? But uh, as much as the other Tabaxi in this town look old, he looks older. Old AF. Like, my notes say very, very old. Wow. He, is he sagging in some places? Yeah. Was it in trend when he was coming up? 
He's very bundled up. What was the question? I said, is he sagging in some places? Yeah, just the normal old... The pants. Extra jowls. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, he's already a bobcat, so he's already kind of jowly. Aww. But um. he looks maybe a little crotchety also. Does he have a cane that he shakes? Nope. And he doesn't use for walking? No, but he's got a little bit of a hunch. Wise Al, I have to ask you, I've heard that the Eerie Hollow is haunted. Is that true? No, 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 no. That's just old wives' tales. Well, what makes it so eerie, then? It's just eerie. E-R-I-E. The no, lake. two E's. No, it's no. Two E's. That's why he sounds like he's from Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm Wise Al. Shouldn't he sound like he's from Erie, then? Yeah, I don't know. That accent. It's just the way the steam rolls off the mountain through the trees. And then Trunk says, Oh, and here's my lovely granddaughter, Dawn. He gestures toward another snow leopard to Boxy, who is in the coming of age category, whatever that is, 15-ish to 18-ish. I'm 30. Yeah, she reminds you of a younger self of yours. Okay. I didn't I didn't say this while you were introducing people, but I assume I'm giving everybody like a cheek rub where I like grab their paws and then we just rub our cheeks against each other. Kind of like a French like two kiss, but just with cheek rubs instead of kisses. Yeah, yeah, and they all know and they do it too. Only the snow leopards or everybody? Everybody. All the tabaxi. Unless somebody's stinky. And over her shoulder she has a bow, like a bow and arrow bow. That is made of a strange red wood. It's very red looking. And she says, oh my, are you guys adventurers? We are. We're in a band. That's so exciting. We've traveled all over the world. How did you fare in the haunted woods? Oh, we haven't been there yet. They came through some woods, though. Are they haunted? Yeah, all the woods around here are haunted. We are fine. Haunted by what? And then Al says, the woods aren't haunted. I did see something. See, they say the eerie hollow's haunted. It's not haunted. There was something. They say the green mountain's haunted. It's not haunted. There was something. Is this the green mountain we're on right now? Yeah. Why it's is not it the snowy that? mountain because snowy mountain's taken. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Even though this one's also snowy. It's like Iceland this and one, Greenland. Yeah, this one's really snowy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, hey, Don, I see you have a bow there. What kind of wood is that made out of? Oh, um. I've just never seen anything quite like it. Yeah, this is firewood. Like what you throw on a fire? No, the other kind, like capital F firewood. Don, you don't need to sell yourself short like that. That bow is good, and you made a good bow. This is a fantastic bow. What's firewood? I've had it in my family for generations. I got it from my father. Oh. Before he left. To go uh, gather more stories. Yeah. Speaking of stories, Wendy, would you be interested in telling us a story later around the fire? Yeah, I already talked to Trunk about it. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I love when travelers come and Tabaxi always have the best stories. What reason is there for me to gather the stories if I can't share them with others? Exactly. And all the little ones will love a story. Fresh and star and toad. Are those those That's kids? That's my kid. Snowball gang out there? Yeah. Which one's toad? The black and white tabby one. See, that's mine. That's my that's my dude. Jumping toad, peaceful valley. Which one's fresh? Oh, fresh picked golden berries. The snow leopard. The uh, golden berries clan lives between the snowy mountain clan and the frozen coast clan. Oh. Did you say golden berries? What kind of berries are they? Are they like they're just golden raisins. raspberries? Golden raisins? What? What kind of berries are they? It's are just they the name of literally the clan. made of gold. No. 
I guess you could think of grapes as berries, but that seems weird. I didn't say grapes. I said raisins. Grapes definitely fit in one of the definitions of berries. Who is the third kid? Star. Oh, bright star glowing forest. I've heard of the glowing forest. I've always wanted to visit. I've heard they have these insects that fly around and make light out of their butts. That's oh, crazy. I'm in. Let's, how far away is that from here? It's a, quite a trip. I think that's my next destination. And uh, last but not least, of course, this is Alenda Oddwalk, a direct descendant of Kilnsley Oddwalk. And she says, there's nothing important about being an Oddwalk just because the town is named Oddwalk. She is a human, and she is more bundled up than even the bundled up to Boxy. She is in, like, super warm clothing. Can you do, like, a catwalk for us? A catwalk? Yeah, like a model. Like a... Runway walk. Do a little twirl? Yeah. Why me, but none of them? Because <laughs> your name's Oddwalk. Yeah, and you're the weirdest looking cat we've ever seen. I walk normal. It's just a name. Scrapper, not everyone has to be a cat person. Kevin, I think this is one of those hyperallergenic taboxies. I think this is a human. Hypo. Uh, hypoallergenic. Hypoallergenic taboxy. I don't give Alenda the cheek rub. I just... Does she go in for it, though? She expects to get it because she's used to living around all the taboxy. Oh, she, when she's introduced, goes like you're going to, and then when you don't, she uh, backs down awkwardly, looks to the side... I'll say, rub your oh, cheeks. I say, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not used to a human doing it with a human. Oh, I'm just so, uh, everyone here does it. So I'm just used to it. Well, these are my bandmates. I'm Soft Wind in the Trees, Snowy Mountains. Oh, pleased to meet you. These are my bandmates, Scrapper and Kevin. Oh, hi. How's it going? Hey, man. We're from the band Dream Lancer, Snowy Mountains. You guys got some sick carts here. Yeah, there are houses. Yeah, I like them. Sweet. Wendy, do we have to say Snowy Mountains every time we say our band name? No, no, no. We're Dreamlancer Snowy just, Mountain. That's just my last name. That's Snowy my Mouser. clan name. I'm just confused a little bit about it. So we're like Dreamlancer Oddot. Our band doesn't have a clan, so. Clanless. Yeah. We're the clanless band, Dreamlancer. And then River says, well, if you guys have been traveling all day, you must be starving. I should cook you up some meal. Yeah, we love that. Um, Rushing River, Fort R Frozen Coast. Oh, my God. Did I not introduce this person? No, you did. I okay. just have to write one. river. Yeah, I have to underline all the words that we're supposed to okay, use. Okay, so it's river and owl and dawn and alenda. Yep. Alenda, that's the weird one. <laughs> and fresh star toad. Yep. Well, I meant to ask, have we heard of firewood before? Like, do we know what that is? Roll a history check. 14. I got a five. 22. Well, Wendy, you've heard of it. It's extremely rare wood that only this certain group of elves makes bows out of, and they're supposed to be exceptional craftsmanship and should last generations. Is it known for having, like, magical properties, or is it just, like, long-lasting and, like, a good building material? Yeah, it's just a really good okay. building material. Cool. Yeah, we'd love something to eat, River. Well, it sounds fantastic. We have an extra lodging. I'll um, throw some wood in the stove. You guys can use that one, and uh, I'll make you guys some stew. And Al, we heard you're the one to talk to. We wanted to play a show while we're in town. Is everybody here like rabbits? Yeah, they're so cute. For, stu for stew? Rabbit stew? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. It sounds yeah, good. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I like them better when I can chase them myself, but, you know, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, you know. Do you guys have any snow frogs around here? 
I heard some riveting while we were walking through the forest. It was a hauntedness. And then River says, oh, yeah, we have tons of snow frogs. Maybe I should take the kids hunting later. Take Toad. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. They would love it. And then she heads off to warm the stove and make some food. And now you have to ask what you asked Al again, because I don't remember what you said. Al, we heard you're the one that talked to. We, we were hoping we could play a show while we're in town. Oh, yeah, that sounds fantastic. We love entertainment and stuff. And since you're in town, we can probably put on a play for you guys, too. We'll do a Ooh. little event. That sounds great. Um, What about, does tomorrow sound good? Yeah, that, that works for us. Is that enough time for you guys to get it ready? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we got to check our calendar. You guys got a place for Valerie to hang out? That's our horse. He pulls the cart. I gave a little thumb over my shoulder at Valerie. I was like, yeah, we got this like place where horses can stay. Like a stable? It's like like a stable, but it's more like a lean-to. That's like, better than snow on top of him. It's like a shaky. Yeah. And then we carouse the night away and wake up in the morning and play our show and move on to the next town. Mystery solved. Done. Good uh, good adventure, guys. Wait, does anybody look like they know how to knit in this town before we leave? <laughs> Wait, what would about that, a person that would make knitting. you? That they're currently <laughs> okay. knitting. They were currently knitting? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Taboxi don't, like, they have, like, paw hands. It seems like it would be hard. They like to play with yarn. But Alenda, what about Alenda? Alenda is, she, like, is she knitting? I'm sure somebody in this town knows how to knit. Okay. Just go to the center of the town and say... Does anyone know how to knit? I'm sorry. Why, does Kevin want to learn how to knit? Yeah. Maybe Crow can teach you. All right, you see an old tabaxi man walking around knitting. Oh, sick. He's walking while he's knitting? Yeah, he's, he's so, so good at knitting. good. Oh, man, through the snow? Is yep. his ball of yarn just, like, rolling away from him sometimes? No, he's got this thing on his belt that you stored in. Oh, nice. We saw this video about these people that knit, and they knit like crazy, and they just, they make modern knitting look like fool's knitting. It's true. And it might even be historically accurate. There was a real video they took. Of real people. Humans. They say there's the old style of knitting that's significantly faster than the modern style of knitting, but it's lost, and no one knows how to do it anymore. An ancient um, technique? Does this old tabaxi know the old way? Yeah. I approach... I say, hey, man. Are you going to put some charm on? He says, Give him a little nod. How's it going? I see that you're knitting. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if you could show me how. Um, sure. Why don't you come over to my place after dinner? Nice. Why don't you come over to my place? I'm excited. Okay. Bye. Get his name. What's your name? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Find out where his house is. He doesn't have to be a Tabaxi. You could just retcon that, and then you could just pick one name. No. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> he's a Tabaxi. <laughs> and his name is... Cloudy Skies Glowing Forest. Can I call you Cloudy for short? Um, yeah, my name is Cloudy Skies Glowing Forest. You can call me Cloudy. And that, over there, is my shack. Nice. Uh, my name is Kemen, and I'm here visiting. I'm oh, pleased to meet you, Kemen. We're going to play a show later. That's a really intricate shield you have. Uh, yeah. It's my mom's old shield. Nice. We have a labyrinth. If you ever decide to go traveling, you can check it out. Uh, my traveling days may be through. I've seen many a land. 
And there comes a time in a Tabaxi's life when he's got to just settle down. Yeah. Because the only thing better than traveling is napping for 16 hours a day and then sleeping for eight. Yo, can I stay here? Do you think my bandmates can find other bases? Because napping sounds sick. Probably. This is how we're going to write Kevin out of the story, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sick. Let's get a Tabaxi bassist. (laughs) (laughs) This is just going to be a cat band. Cats only. Cool, cool. I go to find my friends and put my stuff away. Awesome. They're on their way over to River's house. Okay. And when you go into River's house, at the table is sitting a kanku wearing a green robe. Do we recognize the kanku? And she opens her eyes wide. And you hear, in Johnny Necrotic's voice, Dreamlancer. Johnny Necrotic? Hey, how's it going, Anna? She says in Knuckles' voice, It's a great day for the sun to shine. It's been so long. Uh, She shakes her head. Do you guys know each other? Yeah, this is Kaana. She's from that other band, Death Saves. Do you remember oh, that guy? I that heard we saw? about them because I'm from the Leiden area. Because my name's Shifter. Does she sound like she's lying? Just sound Leiden. And my name is Scrapper, not Shifter. That was the lie. <laughs> you want me to roll a deception check? Yeah, because you sound like a really bad liar. Twenty-five. I got twenty-two. I got a five. Nope. Sounds convincing to you guys. Okay. Thank goodness for those dice, Brayton. I got these nice dice. Because you're so bad at lying in real life. I did it so that you guys would, so that the listeners would remember that I'm... Oh, okay. What brings you to this part of the world, Ka'ana? She makes some series of noises from, you know, other clips of people talking that say... uh, She doesn't like to say super complicated things because she has to think really hard to find phrases. So she just says, like, death saves broke up. Can I ask a dumb question as Emily? Good luck. No questions are dumb. Okay. If Nora still has that talking one, what's the one with the Tongue, tongues? tongues? If she still has that and she casts that on her, can she speak? Or is it that her vocal cords can't make? Her vocal cords can make, but they can only mimic right? sounds they've heard. So it wouldn't help? I'm not a million percent sure what the explanation in the book is. Like, if you can make sounds and you can, like, reason, you should be able to... Learn a language? Yeah. So tongues wouldn't help then? No. Okay. Well, we're going to play a show tomorrow. Do you want to play with us? Yeah. Will she play again? She's a guitar part, right? Yeah, she's a guitar in the band, but she doesn't have a guitar. She just makes guitar noises with her mouth. That's right, that's right, that's right. She can help you out, Scraps. I don't need any help, and I'm a little bit... Jealous and protective of my position as guitar player. Oh, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Ghana's sick. Play us something, I say. All right, and then she makes some guitar riff with her mouth. See? Sick. That was an amazing riff. I guess I'm okay with sharing the stage with such a talent. She gives you a thumbs up. Then inside she dies a little because she has thumbs. I assume that only Brayton had that thick sarcasm. 
Or was Scrapper putting that on? No, no, that's me because I know that that means that I have to play a guitar like to put into the show. Great, so great. I'm complimenting myself. Uh, I'll play a guitar like you want me to play one? Yep. All right. After you have some rabbit stew, and Kevin goes and learns how to knit. <laughs> Poorly, probably, right? How well did I learn? I want Kevin to do a knit roll, a learning roll. What would I do? It's, I don't roll an intelligence check. I got a 21. You actually do really well. Do you make anything? Hear me out. When you do your first knitting lesson, like, how far do you possibly get? You learn, like, how to cast on and how to knit. Yeah. Right? And tomorrow you learn to pearl. No, Maybe in like not. four weeks or seven years, you probably learned a pearl. Oh, those are the only three <laughs> words I on. know related to knitting. <laughs> yeah. Tie off. Do you tie off at the end? You can cast off. Yeah. Cast down. Okay. Uh, she said bind. I think it depends on who you are. So Cloudy gets you started and he's like, you're actually doing a really good job. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. You're definitely not ready to do like a circular knitting yet. No, no. I, I made a square with lots of errors in it, but I keep it because. You gotta keep the first yeah, you thing you made make. It, yeah. <laughs> right? So that onto your armor. This is my patch. And then the gang goes to bed for the night. Unless you want to do anything else. I wanna go to the cat lord temple. Okay. Wendy goes to the secret cat okay. lord temple. I'll go with. I'll follow. Unless okay. you don't want me to. You can come. I wanna learn about this cat deity. Okay. It's more like a shrine than a temple. There's just like some stuff. And there's a bunch of balls of yarn. Um, the secret of the Cat Lord Temple is they have this like chest of drawers. And the Cat Lord's all about curiosity. So you just Ooh. have to like reach your hand in blind to the different holes. It's like the, uh. one of the science experiment things that they do with you whenever you're a kid. And they're like, tell us what you feel. What's the texture inside the box? But it's just supposed to be a surprise every time. Like fear factor? Kind of, yeah. And that's like part of how you pray to the Cat Lord is you just have to like trust and and go in with blind curiosity interesting so i do that oh wait a minute you don't go to bed yet they have a fire at night and all the kids get together they say wendy tell us a story oh i don't think you guys want me to tell you a story About a grand adventure we love stories uh, are you sure yeah okay okay sit down by me children close to the fire and listen to this tale i bring to your ears of dreamlancer's trip to the mountain of fame. Once upon a moon, the great band Dreamlancer made their way to Dreskbit, the home of the mountain of fame. At that time, we had not yet met scrapper Keefist, and our guitarist was Roger Stewart. This was also in a time when the Fearbolg had no known name to us, and we had just picked up Lars in the last town. But Windy Snowy Mountains, the heart of the band, and our fearless and fearsome leader was there to lead the way. Once we made it into town, we auditioned at the local music spot, the Screaming Mole. The owner told us we had a great sound, especially with Lars on the drums, but he told us if we really wanted to reach the next level of stardom, we'd have to conquer the Mountain of Fame. Raj didn't want to do it, but the big guy and I managed to persuade him that it was a good idea. The proprietor of the Screaming Mole also told us that we were not the only band seeking fame on the mountain at this time. We set off early the next morning. 
through the foggy village and into the foothills of the mountains. The landscape was ruggedly beautiful with epic waterfalls, steep drops, and towering greenery. Danger lurked around every corner. Satyrs attacked us with long, vicious spears, skewering Raj's leg. A bridge collapsed right after Raj finished walking over it. Lars almost was lost for good when Raj dropped his leash. But the great cat lord watched over all of us and saw us safely to the beginning of the tests. We arrived in front of towering 30-foot metal gates with two goblins peering down at us from the top of the wall. The one on the left called out, Stop! Travelers! To enter these gates, you must solve this riddle. One of us speaks only the truth, and one of us only lies. You may speak to only one of us. Tell us which one is which to open the door. As you know well, children, a riddle must always be answered with a question. That is the tabaxi way. I stepped forward and asked the one on the right, What would the other guards say that you are, the truth teller or the liar? The guard responded, Why, he would call me the liar. With that riddle unlocked, I knew that the guard on the right was the truth teller. But to my chagrin, the liar had been the one that told us the door would open. So the goblins laughed at my answer. <laughs> and said, you've given the right answer, but the doors to fame shall remain closed. In my righteous anger, I puffed out my chest and cast heat metal on the doors. If the goblins wouldn't play fair, I would make them open that door for us. The doors glowed cherry red, a faint heat on my skin, even from 60 feet away. The goblins shrieked, and the doors opened. Dream Lancer cautiously entered the fortress. No sooner did our feet cross the threshold than a door opened beneath us, and we fell straight into a tunnel. Each of us was separated from the others. We had to individually prove our might and wisdom through a series of tricky tests and puzzles. I quickly completed mine and found myself the first to face the mighty Minotaur. The beast roared and charged straight for me. I dove through its legs and used my mighty short sword to cut its legs from beneath it. It fell to the ground, stone dead, and minutes later, the other members of Dream Lancer emerged, a little worse for wear. We emerged out of the dreary cavern to find a massive door which opened like the aperture of a camera, but it appeared to be stuck. An automaton came from a side door and approached us, saying, Congratulations for making it this far, Dream Lancer. Your final task is to find the cog that fits the door so that it may open. We stood there, stumped, for several minutes. We searched the room. We searched the automaton. Nothing. Finally, I decided to use my most important tabaxi tool, the one we keep with us at all times, children. I sniffed for it, and the strong smell of brass drifted to me from a hidden ledge. I jumped from wall to wall and grabbed it, spinning in midair and landing with the cog presented to the automaton. 
A voice boomed out. Congratulations, travelers. You are the second group to pass the first tests of the Mountain of Fame. Another band came first, so you must hurry to catch up to them if you wish for fame to be your prize. Go now and prove your worth. And that, children, is how windy snowy mountains in Dreamlancer defeated the first part of the Mountain of Fame. Much more adventure followed, but that is a tale for another time, under another moon. Maybe one night in your future. Many mistakes were made, mostly by Raj, but we made it through and defeated that mountain, earning glory and fame for our band. May your fur always be clean, may your whiskers grow long, and your claws sharp. Keep this story in your ears and spread it to others who ask to hear. Roll a perform check. Fifteen. They like your story. They're not, they don't look super enthused, but they're like, that was a good story, Wendy. Thanks, guys. After Wendy's story, all the children are yawning and stretching, and the adults take them off to their beds. Everyone retires for the night, and you guys go back to your guest cabin, I guess, and sleep there. It's nice and cozy, because the stove has been running for hours. Like a wood stove, not like a cooking stove. Oh, what's in it? Wood. Firewood. Oh my god! (laughs) With a lowercase f. (laughs) What a waste of such a rare material. God damn it. Um, how do I fit in this building as a seven foot nine? I mean, Tabaxi are tall. They were like six foot two. I'm six foot two. They're all over six foot tall. Okay. Yeah, so I think he might pretty, be a little cramped, but. Yeah. Why is Ka'ana in Oddwalk Village? And are these woods really haunted? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com bardic mystery tour is recorded at looking for group pittsburgh looking for group pittsburgh is a land center in the brookline neighborhood of pittsburgh pennsylvania if you're in the area stop by for games co-working or events find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com